We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Many times in the recent weeks, even the last couple years, the commissioner of the NBA, your good friend, Commissioner Adam Silver, has talked and droned on and on about load management and how bad it is and how we need our, to get our players to play more. And we can't have our brightest stars sitting out uh, games that are nationally televised. And, you know, it, it, he's right. And we've heard all the stories about fans who travel this far, that far, especially kids. Kid goes to Denver to see Steph and he doesn't play and she's crushed. We've heard all those stories. And for the most part, the commissioner has been sympathetic uh, to the fans. Well, he kind of changed his tune this weekend, Ray. Uh, Commissioner Silver talking to the media at All-Star Weekend. And now he's starting to talk out of his mouth in a way that you normally don't see from commissioners other than Goodell and Manfred. Silver, for the most part, I'm not saying he's a great commissioner, but for the most part, he doesn't talk out of both sides of his mouth. But now he clearly is because now he doesn't buy into load management being an NBA problem. But this is the guy who's been telling us, we need to do something about this. Last week, he even talked about a plan they have to address it. And now he says, yeah, I don't... Yeah. I don't think our fans really mind. I don't think it's a problem. What? How stupid does he think we are? Galactically stupid. Does he really think that or just hope that we will be too busy to notice um, him contradicting himself? No, they, I, he doesn't care what he says. He cares what the owners want him to say. The owners have come to the conclusion that they can't do anything about load management because, A, they're not willing to shorten the schedule... And B, they're not willing to start it earlier and finish it later to get rid of the back-to-backs that cause so much load management. So he has to defend the fact that for the last four or five years, every team has averaged about 13 back-to-backs, which means at least 13 games in which your best players are going to be encouraged not to play. And... The science is, he's right about the science. Science backs him up. But there is a clear solution that they don't want to implement. In fact, there are two clear solutions they don't want to implement. They don't want to shorten the season. And they don't want to start the season earlier, which means more more weeks against football. Like moving the season back to, say, the 1st of October. They don't want to start the year competing with the baseball playoffs and the NFL. And I don't know what their uh, reluctance is to, you know, making the season last longer, maybe to the start or second week of July, except that that means now you're taking more 
time away from players in the off season, which essentially means now you almost have to load manage you know exhibition games. So the fact is, if you're not going to lower the n- number of games and you're not going to extend the season out, you're going to have load management. And what Adam Silver was basically saying, without saying it, was, I can't fix it. On the text line here from the uh, 650, for what it's worth, Lowe's management doesn't bother me. That's probably supposed to be load management. But if it's Lowe's management, I'm with you. It's a very well-run store. You can get everything you need there uh, whenever you need. But the commissioner, I'm not. Did you get paid for that? I'm, no. Then why did <laughs> you know. do it? I don't know. Um, I'm not wrong, am I? The commissioner has been vocal and oh, this is something we've got to address. Yeah, and right? I, think, I think they did address it. I think they've talked about it, and they realize there's not much we can do. We can't force players to play. He says, I hesitate to weigh in on an issue as to whether the players are playing enough because there is real medical data and scientific data about what's appropriate. Sometimes, to me, the premise of a question as to whether players are playing enough suggests that they should be playing more, that in essence, there should be some notion of just get out there and play. Having been in the league for a long time, having spent time with a lot of uh, some of our great legends, I don't necessarily think that's the case. He had to change his tune because I think they looked into it and they realized, you know what? The two obvious solutions we don't want we don't want to do. So now he's got to make it seem like it's not a problem. <laughs> the, his, the particular forfeit he chose to make his case though was interesting. Well, you know, season tickets are up. We've never had greater attendance, which means, well, people are paying for this crap. I yeah. guess it must be solid crap. Yeah. And he also says, by the way, that this is a very competitive NBA season. This has been the single most competitive season in our history as a measure of team records um, in terms of the closeness and, and measured by um, a, a, by wins and losses around the season. What? I think that's a reflection of the incredible quality of play we have in this league. Um, the... the dramatic number of international players now in the league and it's interesting also that we've had um, probably as much player movement this year as any time in our history and I think that speaks to teams as we got close to the trade deadline trying to situate themselves in the best possible position to compete going into the playoffs and in this case over 10 percent of the entire league was moved roughly in the last week before the trade deadline and so there's so much positive happening in this league again i i I just end my opening remarks by thanking the people here okay but that's the commissioner who before the all-star weekend did an interview with espn and he talked about three Problems. One was load management, one was the officiating, and one was all players asking for trades. And now he's saying, oh, this is great. I get the feeling right now, he's like, you guys know I just have to say this. I don't believe any of this. He had a rough weekend. He didn't have a rough weekend because he's still getting paid an extraordinary amount of money. And he also recognizes that whatever you say on one day will be forgotten two days later. Um, The fact is... They can't do anything about load management. They've shown a profound reluctance to do anything about officiating. In fact, he came out that same weekend and said, officiating's never been better, (laughs) which is, you know. See, he had a rough weekend. You don't see that as a guy having a rough weekend? No, I don't see him having, because I don't think he cares what comes out of his face when he's talking to us. (laughs) He'll care about it when he has to go out and say, well, season tickets are down and our attendance is down. 
he he responds to stimuli that the owners want him to respond to. And if they're making money, and they are, then it's his job to tell everybody, hey, keep coming out because this is as good as it can be. He does have two plans to address this problem that now he says is not a problem. So what could go wrong? But as far as the fans, the commissioner did acknowledge this much in his address, a state of the league address, if you will. I understand it from a fan standpoint that if you are particularly buying tickets to a particular game and that player isn't playing, said, I don't have a good answer for that other than this is a deep league with incredible competition. Here's okay. his yeah his two plans though and we we've heard about his um, his plan for an in season tournament remember a big part of that is to try to make some of the games in November uh, the the dead part of the season to try to make some of the regular season games more meaningful and maybe give players a little more incentive to play in those and then the other one which they just uh, unveiled last week they're talking to the players union about something where you can't win one of the major NBA awards if you don't play X number of games so while he says it's not a problem he's also working on these things to address the non-problem well but he's working. can they work can they work right no i stop it <laughs> um he's working on things that will somehow take things away from the players is oh you have to play a certain number of games well but now you're but yeah you, you tell me i can't play the second night of back-to-backs because we're load managing me i mean games are not entirely in the purview of the player so basically what he's done is try to shift the debate from the teams are load managing and you don't like load managing so load managing is okay to yeah you don't like load managing well that's on the players and we have to make them play more well you heard steph a couple weeks ago steph said and he used one of those always usually terms which is like oh he said it's always usually the the team not the player that wants to sit out if it's the always usually the team, then why would the team have an issue with it? So that's now I'm really confused. Do the players sit out now? Do they have their loads managed because they want them managed, or are they being forced to have their loads managed by their teams? And if it's the team forcing them to manage the load, how can the commissioner say, "Oh, we have to do something about this"? So I am confused. You, you know, you're not confused. Who is anybody telling the truth in there in any of that? No, because the truth is not important. I'd like to know. It matters to me a little bit if I'm going to spend money on any of it. Well, I'll I'll just tell you. If you're paying money because you want to see a player on the other team, you have to know that A, you need to know his schedule. B, there's a chance that he might not play anyway. That's what Coach Kerr said, huh? He did. He may have told you, uh, you and and Damon. He says, fans got to really be careful. Yeah, and if if they're told that the player they want to see is going to play and that he doesn't play... They don't have a recourse because the only thing the ticket guarantees you is a game. Doesn't guarantee you a game with Stephen Curry. Guarantees you a an event that takes forty eight live minutes and looks like basketball. So that's all you get. And in terms of you know who's to blame for load management, well, it's management. But are they going to do anything about it? No. You know, they, I mean. But how could, if it is management, and I don't know the answer, so I'm not... Well, do you believe the players are refusing to play on nights when they... 
I, I would get. I think there are times when certain players on certain nights are like, are okay with, yeah, I, I don't want to play tonight. I'm better off if I don't play. And I think there was a time, and I'm not saying it was better then, but there was a time when a guy like Jordan's like, I'm playing every night to his own detriment when he was on the Wizards. So that's where I'm confused. If players are being asked, hey, you got to sit out tonight, then how? where are the owners coming from when their commissioner who works for them is saying, boy, we got to do something about this. I, I'm, I don't know what's going on. Whitey, whitey, whitey. <laughs> you have to be able to read through the crowd. And very simply... That's why I they, rely well, on you. Well, and that's why I don't make the big money. No, it's just... They, they're, they're, the fact that they're talking out of all three sides of their mouth should not surprise you. It's today's story is load management is fine. Last week's story was load management is not fine. Next week, it might be load management stinks again. <laughs> Don't assume that you're ever going to get a straight count from any of those guys because Adam Silver is not the oracle of truth. He speaks for the 30 guys who pay him. And if they want the word out that load management is fine, keep buying tickets, that's the dance he's going to do. You know, the, the commissioner is not an independent... So you're saying somebody, somebody, one of the owners or some of the owners said, hey, look, commissioner, back off on all this talk about how load management is so bad. That's no, a it. bunch of the owners just said, look, we're not changing this. Okay, we, we, you know, we're, we've done what we're going to do. We're going to load manage. We're going to keep the schedule as it is. And we're going to play 82 games unless you can figure out how to shoehorn that midseason tournament. That means Adam Silver can't say load management is bad because load management is the only effective way to reduce the number of injuries that you get from just playing night in and night out. Silver suggested the idea that load management is a significant problem is, in his opinion, being made out to be a bigger deal than it really is. But he's the one who's been telling us it's a problem. Because he's the one who's been saying it. Yeah, but he worked... If, what is your anger about? <laughs> I mean, I just you want, you want, them, you like want said, to believe... How stupid do you think I am? Oh, they think you're incredibly stupid. But, I mean, you read what they say from week to week, where you are misguided, as opposed to stupid, which you are not. Where you are misguided <laughs> is in thinking that what they told you last week was binding. Maybe so. It's just, it, none of it's binding. None of it's binding. As far as load management, whatever you want to call it, relates to the Warriors the rest of the way, Ray. Uh, obviously, these remaining regular season games appear to be very important to the Warriors uh, in terms of improving their seating, even getting into the postseason. So if you have Steph and he's coming off of this, what is essentially, I believe, a high ankle sprain, I mean, do you have to wait till he's 100% or is it, you know, it's, is Steph going to have to play through some of that that you don't normally want him to play through because uh, it's that important for you to win these games it is great that we saw you know clay has started playing or the last game was against clippers he played a back-to-back -back the first time since his surgery that's something where do you think this is with steph and his and his injury the rest of the way um he's going to play when he's 100 percent. they're going to be before? very careful with him because the warriors in general are a cautious medical operation they are not going to hurry him back um we are getting, however, to the point across the league, and not just this is not just a warrior thing, where if you're in the playoff chase, you stop load managing because we are down to the last 
22, 23 games for everybody, which means every game you don't play, you can't get back. I mean, LeBron James yesterday before the All-Star game said he it's his intention to play all 23 of their remaining games because he doesn't want to miss the playoffs again. Because they're very important, the most important regular season games of his career. He says. I know, but the point is, load management is what you do for the first 60 games. If you're still in the argument and you need to improve your situation, you stop load managing, unless you can't. If a guy can't play, he can't play. But if he can play, and you're thinking about, well, he could use a night off, they, they're going from erring on the side of safety to erring on the side of get your ass out there. That's what it is. It just... The load management part of the schedule is coming to a close. And that means that, you know, people are not going to bring it up as much because it won't be as as egregious. And that's the truth of the matter that the commissioner and the other owners can try to cover up, but it's there. And if you're paying attention, you know it. The games early in the year don't matter nearly as much. And now teams are at a point where, okay, here we go. The season essentially starts. Beforehand, yeah, it would have been great to win all these games, but we got to make sure it's a long season. We've got our older players that are healthy for the postseason. Now the season starts, and there's no way around the fact that for the NBA, a lot of the early season schedule games, they just don't matter as much. And they're going to try to convince us they do, so we'll pay full money, but that's, that's the shell game they're playing with us. Yeah, except that it's not that much of a shell game because it's pretty obvious to everybody. It's just people want to think... That it's something else. They've they've convinced themselves that oh no, they're all gamers and they want to play every night. Well, the teams are telling you otherwise, and what they're telling you is they may want to play every night, but we're not going to let them. And you need to be a better consumer. So be a better consumer. Yeah, but Look that's a schedule. dangerous message when people, more people begin to realize that is the truth. It's very dangerous for the NBA, not only in terms of selling tickets night to night, but in terms of their TV contracts. Well, then they'll change their tune again. I mean, I, I guarantee you, if the reaction to Adam Silver's remarks is bad internally, meaning the networks don't like it, or the owners have decided, after all, they don't like it either, he'll come out next week and say something different. Just, commissioners are not there to tell you the state of the world. Give me your power rankings of the uh, Major League Sports Commissioners right now. The least onerous to the most onerous. Well, Silver is still the least onerous. Okay. But he's moving closer to the past. Yes! I'm with you 100%. I think Gary Bettman is second in terms of being onerous. I mean, because he, he has more say than any of the other commissioners. He's been there a long time now, hasn't he? More than 30 years. Yeah. But... He doesn't, I mean, other than defending... He's no Clarence Campbell. Well, Clarence Campbell's been dead for some time, so you're absolutely right. <laughs> Followed by Roger Goodell, who just makes it clear in every way possible that I'm just here to make money for these guys. I'm not here for you. And finally, there's Rob Manfred, who can't even fake that he likes his job. <laughs> I don't. He doesn't even bother trying to fake that he likes baseball anymore does oh no i mean well his his statement yesterday i mean when he did that you know, long interview uh basically he revealed without revealing it that the owners hate steve cohen 
that they want him to be stamped out and they want all the other owners who pay a lot of money for players to stop doing that. And it's all aimed toward a CBA negotiation that doesn't expire until 2026. So they're already three years ahead of time. And the thing they want more than anything else, and I think they're willing to shut the game down for it, is a salary cap. What would be the benefit of him making those statements, either directly or indirectly, in a public forum like that? Because their their regional sports networks are collapsing yeah. around them. Yeah. Is it Diamond Sports that is... Yeah. It's a, it's an yeah. offshoot of Bally's. Yeah. And they have 14, 14 teams they have contracts with. And Diamond last week didn't make a $140 million interest payment. Doesn't affect us here directly in the Bay Area. No, it doesn't. But it there will be ripples. Because NBC has been looking to get rid of its regional sports networks for a while. And they were talking to Sinclair for a while. And that, that fell through. But MLB is trying to work toward an in-house solution. The problem is that every team has its own individual streaming rights. And the teams like the Yankees and the Cubs and the Red Sox and the Cardinals and to a certain extent the Giants and Dodgers don't want to don't want to share that streaming money with everybody else because they haven't had to up until now. So what you're getting is basically owner on owner crime where the owners who don't make a ton of money on their individual uh, network rights um, are making noises like we got to stop this. And so now you're going to have what you had in 1994, which is owners can't agree on anything among each other, and they're going to end up getting frustrated, and they're going to declare a lockout. And we had no World Series that year. But I'm not following you down that dark path again, Ray, because last year, before baseball started, when they when they shut everything down, I remember you said, oh, it's going to be a long time before they play again. Uh, we may not have a season. And you were just a little... Uh, too bleak in your assessment. So I think you're wrong this time right, again. Read, Ad, read, read Evan Drellich in The Athletic today. Okay. Do that. Evan Drellich? All right. Yeah. He yeah. he went through all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's dead on. If they save baseball last year, they can save it again. There's Do too much want, money to be made. No, yeah, that fine. But at some point, you're going to see the you're going to see the low revenue owners make a thing of this because what didn't happen a year ago happened this last offseason when Steve Cohen decided to throw $800 million into the pot. And that threw, that upset the entire apple cart to the point where the other owners, a number of the other you know, their low revenue owners, of which you can include John Fisher, were, are furious. They want, they want, they want a even more draconian luxury tax than the one they just added, which is known as the Cohen tax. Well, you, you may be right, and you probably are, but having been through all that last year as a baseball fan, spring training started, I'm not going to think about that till I have to, and I'm not going to think about it this year. You, okay. I, don't, I don't have to, so okay. maybe you're right. All right, yeah. but it's going to be, it's going to be a back burner story all year long because baseball doesn't know how to manage those. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.